Hi, this is Logos Legacy. So I had an idea, inspiration, I suppose, or received inspiration, because of course it's not mine, is it? It's God's. But um, it's about a connection between the drama triangle and the Holy Trinity. You might be aware that there's this pattern, some might call it the law of three or something like that. But basically the number three keeps coming up in nature throughout reality and spirituality and pretty much everything. Um, in a terrestrial mathematics, which is like a spiraling mathematics that um, what's it called? Tesla was interested in, uh, which is kind of similar to numerology in certain ways, but it's mathematical. Uh, there are key, three key numbers, uh, three, six, and nine. And uh, three is like the base one of the three, I think, or the, the, the first you get to, because it's like one divides into two and two integrate in some way to create three or something. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so three pops up everywhere. It pops up in... In the sense that there's a holy trinity, right? For example, in Christianity, there's the idea of God the Father, God the Son, which is Christ consciousness, and God the Father, which is all that is, and what's the other one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Holy Spirit, right? Which is like the breath of life, the breath of the Creator breathed into us, right? Which you could say is like the soul essence. Uh, if you look at Christianity in a pantheistic sense, you could say that we are the Holy Spirit, right? But we're also one with... But of course, it's all one. The Trinity is, like, connected. Like, the three aspects of the creation. Then it's like we are kind of one with the Christ consciousness, which is the I am, which we really are. Oh, just... Anyway, we've got our personalities, which is kind of, like, described in the, um, the Impersonal Life by Joseph Bennett, which I'm reading at the moment which is a mystical Christian but pantheistic understanding of description of well, reality, but in Christian language. It, um, what was I saying? It describes the, um, that we are really the I am, but the, um, we have this body temple that we are inhabiting in our incarnation and I suppose there's a possibility for you to be sanctified in some sense um, in a sense that where it's like an instrumental channel for divine creation of the light of the creator to flow through it or it could be blocked up and um, this I'm, I'm going on a tangent from what I said in there, but or it could be egoically sort of blocked up with egoic patterns that which the creator will still work through, even if you even in a way that you're not aware of, like the mistakes that you make in your life, so to speak, actually turning out to be part of your journey that are regimental later on, you find that out. In any case, so this is woven together. And I'm actually going in more detail than I intended, which is pretty much how I always do it. So, um, so there's a rule of three, right? Also, in the impersonal life, it describes as there being three aspects of 
the creator in a sense of creation being wisdom, love and power, which united together are the I am, which is the Christ consciousness. To be the Christ consciousness, you need love, wisdom and power combined. You can't just have love, right? And Christ was on the cross doing that. I mean, Christ probably incarnated in other planets too. But aside from that, that was all like a way showing thing. So we can do the same thing. Um, and that's the ascension. That's what the ascension is all about. And bring heaven and earth by ascending and bringing earth with it, with us. Well, even Earth's already up, ascended by now. But anyway, so there's this Holy Trinity thing, but then the unholy Trinity that is the drama triangle, which is a pattern, the the way ego kind of works uh, a lot of the time. So, interestingly, I mean... Um, was it the master doing the master of the mind course that Aaron Apke does? And his, well, I won't say his understanding, but an understanding that he speaks about of inspired by Course in Miracles and the Law of One talks about talks about how the ego works basically. And someone matched up um, certain emotions to the drama triangle. Now, I'm not sure exactly how valid this is or whatever, but there's this idea of like, was it the was it the, being the, the idea of being the rescuer in the drama triangle, being fear? Was that? No, no, I think it was. Or was it the um, the perpetrator? Um, being fear and no anger is the perpetrator right fear is the rescuer and like uh, guilt is sadness was the uh, victim right I, I don't know how valid that is but that it was mapped up on that way which is interesting because it's a combination of what Aaron Abigail talks about and um, this drama triangle but there's this idea that there's Blocking over or like encrusted over the Holy Trinity, blocking it up is a sort of unholy trinity of the drama triangle. And through, in a feminine way, forgiveness, through in a masculine way, understanding of non-duality, we can erode and shine the light of awareness on this triangle, egoic triangle, unholy triangle, the drama triangle. And it will fade away, literally like becoming more and more translucent. It's fading away. And once it reaches, also in this process of shining light on it, once it reaches a certain point, uh, it reaches a tipping point where it's inevitably going to fade away entirely. Um, there's that concept as well. But this is really accelerated or enabled by combination of masculine healing and feminine healing, which is... Yeah, that's what I've been talking about. I mean, since we all have masculine and feminine inside of us, because these are fundamental aspects of reality, uh, feminine energy and masculine energy, I guess, or forces or something. 
and of course, if you combine two and integrate two, you get the third, which is kind of like union number two. Although, interestingly, the drama triangle isn't a unison of the two other positions on the drama triangle, but rather they're separated out in a sort of oppositional relationship. And so it follows that the Holy Trinity, so to speak, in the framing that I'm using here, is a unification um, involving three, where it's a, something akin to service to others or service with others sort of relationship, where it's equal and co-aiding interaction rather than rather than a relationship or dynamic between people for example where someone takes on a victim role where they identify as a victim and then someone else identifies as someone who has to maintain control because otherwise what they fear they fear that it would be bad for them and that to whereas the victim feels that they need to continue in that victim role to like or that submissive position in order to avoid suffering being worse or something or that they feel that they're just in a weak position and that that's yeah so they feel guilty for stuff and that they need to be like in a victim position because they feel guilty or something whereas maybe the perpetrator doesn't confront that guilt and they're like sort of facing how they feel oh yeah, the victim instead of facing how they feel and actually take responsibility will or take a victim role where it's other people imposing on them and they're just powerless in the face of it and it's all protected as other people. The, the perpetrator will be like maintaining control, blaming other people, but in a fighty kind of way where they're trying to get control, maintain control for, because they're in a dog-eat-dog -dog scenario or they're like in a scenario where they need to be the threat so that they are safe sort of thing rather than submitting to be safe and then the savior is like well i'm going to save people because my value to go, like like if i say for low self-esteem it would be like well i'm really valuable if i'm fighting the dragon right they're fighting this projected enemy that's kind of from based on their shadow instead of fighting for their self to protect themselves from projected enemy they feel them investment by or submitting to a threat that they perceive out there based on the shadow. Instead, they're fighting it in this glorious crusade for justice and righteousness. And how is that fight done? It's done by hurting the bad ones or harming them or attacking, because which probably is based on some kind of self-contempt. But uh, in any case, the drama triangle has these negative dynamics, right? Take my, what I'm saying on this with a pinch of salt, obviously. Um, and these dynamics fundamentally are... Well, ego is collective, is the thing, right? It looks individual and it's experienced individually. But everything is really collective in a sense, right? So... It tends to manifest as interactions between people who switch between different roles in their interactions with other people, right? It's not like someone always takes on a victim role or always takes on a perpetrator role. They might identify with each of them in different ways without necessarily realizing it and then switch around what their position is, right? So someone might perceive themselves to be a victim of being treated really badly while at the same time 
acting like a perpetrator to to not be to protect because they feel they need to protect themselves from the the victimization they feel they're experiencing and meanwhile they might feel that they're actually got some ideology or something they stand for where they're a savior in the name of that meanwhile other the person those who, who they might have an enemy so to speak which is not really real because it's all illusionary that sort of thing who also will see them as the threat and that they need to attack them or protect themselves against them and they'll have the same dynamic going on in the room going away so like it's all this mirror maze of projection and people seeing the external in what's basically from the internal. Uh, this divide and conquer style stuff. But you could say elites kind of encourage this. But the fact is, we need to take responsibility for the fact that we, engaging in these dynamics, uh, maintain them. And then our resistance towards other people and our own inner feelings, the negative patterns persist. But in the healing process, or from the healing process, from forgiveness, from understanding non-duality, and understanding is linked to love, by the way. Maybe this is two different approaches to love. I'm not sure exactly. But in doing that, the drama triangle fades. And what shines through and flows in, in that extra space that is enabled and opened up, um, what flows in the the essence, the love, the I am energy of the creator in Christ consciousness form. And that's what we really are anyway, not the illusionary stuff. Okay? And that shines in through us and then we increasingly become instruments for Divine love and for how the creator does its work. And through that process, we can. Is the word spread? I don't know, like help others see the light, so to speak, uh, and begin their catalyzation journey online. Right. I, I, there's so much more that I'm missing out on. And honestly, I really recommend that book The Impersonal Life by Joseph Banner. But of course, if you're not ready for it, you probably won't really stick with reading it or buy it in the first place. So, and if you do, then of course you're ready for it. I don't know. That's what it says in there, I think. So, um, hopefully you didn't get lost because I did weave a bunch of stuff together and go on a tangent. Not tangent. I elaborated more than I intended, but that's fine. Um... So yeah, that's the inspiration. That's what came to me or something. So uh Well, without further ado, I wish you well and bye for now.